Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by my special co-host, Novella. Hi guys. And again, sorry, we don't have the director. No. <laughs> ladies. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. He's here, but he's not here. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully next week he will be back on the podcast, making up for the episodes that he has missed thus far. Yeah. Um, and of course you can follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter for any updates and make sure you are subscribed if you haven't already. So if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button with the notification bell so that you never miss one of our episodes. And of course, wherever it is that you're listening, Apple, Spotify, or any other place, please make sure that you're subscribed there. So you never miss one of our episodes as well. So, um, we're going to just hop straight into the topics. Yeah. No, 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 no waste enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, no, actually, no. Before I do that one. How how do you move on from an argument? You've had a big blow up with somebody. <laughs> yeah. They have pissed you off. Yeah. The argument was heated. Yeah. You were calling them an idiot. And that was yeah. the nice thing that you were calling them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you then move on from this argument? I don't. I'm joking. Oh, God. Heated arguments. Yes. You know, God. It depends what they've done, right? Mm -hmm, Like what mm -hmm. the argument Mm -hmm. was about. Because there's certain heated arguments you have with someone. And I guess it depends if it's a friend or a partner. Mm-hmm. doesn't it yeah, yeah i think it depends on who it is who it but is. Yeah. i think for me the the a, a toxic trait that obviously I, i've picked up over the years is is maybe to not talk about it just kind of move on like just nothing happened uh, i see i i struggle with that i can't do that like yeah. you will know how i felt yeah. afterwards yeah like I, th- I think it depends on who it is but yeah. i definitely done that with some you know sometimes where it's like have this big blow up and then just not talk about it yeah yeah yeah, no, I feel like I'm someone that, like, we are going to talk about this, but when, yeah. once I'm ready. Okay. And I finished feeling how I'm feeling. Okay, <laughs> You will listen. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, sometimes it's difficult, especially like you said, it, it depends, like, the context of the argument. Yeah. You know, like, what was said or what what was the actual argument about? Because if, if I, I'm very good at reflecting afterwards and if I reflect after, because sometimes you get mad and you say some wild things and you're like, oh, why did I say that? Mm-hmm. Then I have a funny way of apologising without apologising because okay. you will apologise first. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, I'm sorry too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I hate going to bed angry. It's one of the things yeah. I, I absolutely hate it. Because yeah. I'm someone, I love to talk and I and I don't like it when people are upset with me and I don't like being upset with people. So I do find in the most non-verbal way to um, kind of try and move on in, in, if I can. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just make sounds as we sit in there like... <laughs> I'll <laughs> just like exaggerating things because I want you to say something. I want you to say something. Like, oh, could you pass me out? <laughs> you know, because you want to start conversation. Yeah, but um, yeah, I find it, yeah, I feel like I've 
feel like, um, especially as you get older, like I definitely try and move on quite quickly. Yeah. And just try and just move past it. Because it's not, it's not worth it holding not on worth to things, it. is it? It's okay. You know, especially when you hold on to things, like it's you that will be the one suffering. Yeah. They will not be the one to suffer. Like it makes me laugh when, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I'll show them. It's like, no, but you're really you not are. showing anybody anything other than yourself. You're going to be the one that is going to be there suffering. Just, you know, forgive Forget. Uh, wow. Well, well, actually, well. Actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about the forgetting part, yeah. but I think the older I am, the more compassionate that I have become. Yeah. And often when I get into an argument with somebody, well, I say often, like I argue with people often, I really mm. don't. Yeah. But like when I have an argument with somebody, I do see it from their point of view as well. Yeah. You know, I've been like, but you know, have you ever, you, you've seen that meme where it's the, woman and it's the maths equations all yeah around. yeah that's me that's you um and so i do see it from the other person's point of view and and i i'm i'm definitely trying my best to you know accept at my core that yeah. you know the people around me are people that do love me yeah and um I would like to think that they wouldn't want to hurt me intentionally. Yeah. And if they did hurt me, then there tends to be... I mean, I don't want to say hurting somebody, there's a good reason to hurt somebody, of course not. But I would like to think that maybe, I don't know, maybe there was something going on with them or they were projecting or that kind of thing. Like, actually, it didn't really have anything to do with me and it was more so to do with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that... For me, in terms of moving on from the argument yeah. and me finding my peace, that's one way that I go about it. Just kind of remembering that we're all human yeah. and we make our mistakes. Yeah. Obviously, if they're a repeat offender, then yeah, sad of course. But, you know, if it's a one-off and you don't really argue with that person, then I, I feel like I would be like, it's not really worth it. I don't really want to lose you in my life. So let's just squash it and move on. Yeah, I know, you know? what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. As you got older, you know, like, because people generally have, like, arguments and stuff like that, say, let's say with their parents. Yeah. Did yours go left or right? So when you got older, did you kind of, when your parents would, like, start on you and stuff like that, would you just kind of just air it and just kind of, you're so mature that you could just leave it? Mm-hmm. Or did you chest up and you're saying, no, I'm actually going to argue with you back? Like, you, you're fully out of older? I think it... For the most part, I just kind of ignored it because it's yeah. like I, you know when you know when you, you know when you have seen somebody have a bad day. Yeah? <laughs> yes, you started on this person, this yeah. person, and it's just like it's only a matter of time yeah. before it's me. Yeah. When it's those kind of situations, I don't even entertain them because I haven't got. Especially when you can, I think for me, when I can preempt an argument or preempt something bad happening, I'm, I'm very good at controlling that situation. Yeah. And not giving in. I think it's when I also had a bad day. Yeah. You know, my boss pissed me off at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stressed out. Yeah. So the you're food not that I do. left over in the fridge <laughs> became an ethic. You know what I mean? Those, those kind of things. Yeah. And now you want to start on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. That's when I'm like, okay, that's when I come often with chest. And what has always annoyed me in arguments is that it's I'm always expected to do better. To be the bigger person. No, I'm t- I don't want to be big. No. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah. No, no, no. No, yeah, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's just how that person is. No. no. They need to change that. Okay. Because of how... People forget, like, how did you make me feel at that time? Mm. That wasn't a good feeling. So yeah. you need to reflect on that. No, yeah. I, it's not every time I have to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes parents have to be the bigger people too. Yeah, yeah. It When they suit them, it, they pull rank on their age, right? <laughs> when it suits them, I am your, you know what I mean? I'm your senior. I'm not your, yeah, I'm not your age mate, and right? But then, you know, when it suits them, when I'm like, well, as an older one, then you should know wiser than when to back the hell up. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> but you don't. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, I'm the I'm the exact same with you. Like I can always preempt mm-hmm. when there's something, and then when I hear like you know where you can hear it, like you said, like I can hear it from downstairs in my mm-hmm. sister's bedroom. Mm-hmm. That is the time when I know I need to go food shopping. Yeah. So I just feel like, oh, does anyone want anything from yeah. shopping? And yeah. I'll leave that mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I am I'm like you. One, I hate confrontation, mm-hmm. and two, I'm not an argumentative person. person I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite an emotional person yeah. anyway, so I'll I'm cry. gonna get cry. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get upset because <laughs> I don't like it. I'm, I don't like it. I know it sounds a bit people pleaser. I don't like it when people are upset with me either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm always someone where you don't even have to tell me to say sorry. When I know I've done bad, I trust me. I'm the first one to be like, I am so 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 sorry. Mm-hmm. Because I always don't like it. But yeah, I know with parents, you have to gauge it. But sometimes like, if my mom says to me, I'm like, no, 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 not today. Nah, mm-hmm. you're you're actually mocking it. Yeah. Like I could tell like Absolutely someone's, not. especially when you're working from home, you can hear like the conversations downstairs mm-hmm. with their managers and you're thinking, no, you're actually going to start on us, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not going to have it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes it's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to have it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Um, project onto me I actually haven't done anything to you mm. um, but you know you you just want to find the, the the smallest thing to to complain about but yeah no you're right yeah. um, for the most part I just, uh, I just avoid, avoid it. it just avoid, avoid it it's not, it's not it's not worth it I think especially when but then there's certain times where it's easier to avoid than others like I said again when you're preempting it yeah. also when you're just like in a good you know when you're in a oh, good mood oh Alex that one hurts <laughs> that is the one that hurts that's the yeah. one that hurts you know what you, you know you've come in you're like you're on high spirits you know Everything is flowing. You might have just had a really good day. Yeah. And then someone you to comes. You and then just yeah. on top of your salary. Yeah, exactly. You're coming <laughs> with full chairs. Mm-hmm. And then someone just comes. That's probably the time where I'll probably get the angriest. Okay. Because I'm like, no, nah, you're actually taking the piss. I was actually fine. Mm-hmm. I was doing good in my own little yeah. bubble or my own little space. You've actually come to try and rain on my parade and it's not happy out. Yeah, ha- happening. Happening. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no. I think that's the time where I actually do flip more so and I'm like no get away from me yeah yeah I think I think also um there's something about I feel like maybe we had this conversation beforehand but you know when like for example prior to the pandemic just constantly being you know distracted or thinking about work or other things you're just like you know what I'll just leave it because there's no point like I think 
mm. when there was work and stuff the next day. Yeah, coming back, it's like you know, because you didn't really see your family that much, not during the week anyway. Yeah. You were only around them for maybe a couple of hours in the evening. Yeah. If you're lucky, you see them in the morning, yeah. and before you know it, it's like I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. <sighs> What is my own there? I'm going to... Do you know what I mean? You can yeah. really just leave your problems behind. But, like, being at home with the family, it kind of just... Every day. Every day, without any escapism, like, you know, being able to go out or be with other people, it definitely would begin to take its, its toll on, it's toll on even the, the happiest of people, you know, so... That's why certain relationships didn't last in 2020. Yeah, when yeah. you're dealing with yep. someone or living with someone, like, it's okay, you've got your own space. That was a true testament to relationships kind of living um, um, with them, breathing, mm-hmm. working. There was no outlet. Mm-hmm. so um yeah that's why it's important like randomly but just like just to have your own life as yeah, well yeah just to have your own life mm-hmm. um have your yeah. own friends have your own friends yeah. yeah have your own spaces that you go to yeah. have your your own things that you enjoy doing on your own yeah um and i, I can't i feel like we would have far less problems if people were just able to do things on their own, spend time on their own, look, do you know what I mean? This, it, I, I'm not upset at any of us for not spending enough time with ourselves because society doesn't encourage it. In fact, yeah. we're, we're programmed to not spend time with ourselves. It's always yeah. be distracted by this, focus yeah. on this, look at this, go on social media, you know, mm. just worry about everybody else other than yourself. I totally understand it, but it is really important to spend time with yourself now more than ever. And I think that's why some people really struggled with the pandemic, mm. especially in the beginning when it was like, there's no distractions from the outside. Yeah. You have to sit down with yourself. And some people are really struggling. Yeah, like, I know. Struggling, I know. struggling, struggling to sit down. And I, I watched this video today. Um, It was it was titled, um, it was on YouTube, like a random thing that popped up. It was like, why you most likely will marry the wrong person or why you've married the wrong person or something like that. <laughs> Love it. So ra- I didn't understand why it popped up in my feed. <laughs> I really haven't looked at anything to do with that, but yeah. the, I, I don't know. I just clicked on it and thought, okay, fine. And I watched it. It was actually really, really good. The man sounded like Hugh Grant. Oh, okay. I did, there was, you know, you know when somebody speaks with a certain eloquence? Yeah. I could listen to that man speak for like one hour. <laughs> like I know I'm in tune with something when I don't read the comments as I'm watching oh. something. I didn't even read the comments. Okay. I was just listening to him and he was talking about different points and he was just saying how like, like oh, there's so many different points that he said, but mm. one of them was, you know, none of us of course are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all strange in our own interesting way Mm -hmm. and we go through life and people don't really want to tell us about ourselves our parents being um namely one of those types of people that Mm -hmm. don't really really want to tell us about our flaws and stuff like Mm -hmm. that things that we need to improve on Mm -hmm. and often whenever someone points out um a critique we take it really personally Mm -hmm. and get really offended i'm definitely guilty of that Mm -hmm. because if someone points out something that I've done wrong, I feel like they're attacking me mm. as opposed to the thing, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely bad at that. So there was that. Um, what else did he say? He just said, like, sometimes also what we like, not even sometimes, what we tend to do is find suffering that's familiar to us. So, like, 
if you had a parent that was never emotionally available, then you tend to find a partner who's also un- emotionally unavailable. Wow. That kind of thing. We're mm. like, we, so somebody could set us up on a date with somebody who's amazing, like good looking, fantastic salary, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to stress you out. And you're mm-hmm. just like, mm, yeah, I don't really know about them. And it's like, because you don't find them familiar. Oh, You tend to go for what you find familiar. That's why, like, relationship dynamics and stuff like that is so important, aren't It is they? very important for us Especially to... for children. Yeah, but but it's also important for us to go back and assess our uh, childhood. Yeah. Because it affects us so much uh, and in the adult, in our adulthood. And, you know, essentially that's what forms our ego. Yeah. You know, or, or inner child, as it's called colloquially. Like, that's... Mm that's what it is and it's a part of us but I think we and it, it does control a lot of us but we don't really like spend time on it or yeah, spend time about, like looking yeah, at yeah, it yeah, and yeah. that kind of thing so yeah it was a really good video where we talked about all sorts of things but um yeah and the other thing that he said that really really you know kind of hit home I know for me was that he said we think that people are mind readers like especially when somebody who's meant to know us we think oh yeah if they know us so well they're gonna know that i'm really pissed off about this and this and you don't you don't communicate the thing that's pissing you off you just you be sulking you'll be huffing and puffing why why don't they know what's wrong with me and it's like that has been the breakdown of so many relationships not communicating what's actually the issue i'm so guilty of i'm i i think majority of the people that are going to be listening or watching this are going to say the same thing we have all fallen guilty of it at some point yeah yeah oh geez yeah Yeah. you do you do expect because you're around someone so often you're supposed to know when i'm off like like if i go quiet like and you can see i'm not really talking i expect you to now say something's up let me go ask her but you know what the the thing you have to give to men right they are so blessed them they're just so just not in a bad way in a good way so simple-minded where mm-hmm. they're probably just like oh she's quiet she's just probably just minding her business and he's probably like oh it's, it's not a big deal and mm-hmm. they don't think to think oh should i say something should i not and stuff whereas i think but yeah that's true stop thinking that people are mind readers yeah and just communicate how you're feeling i'm feeling really shit to right now right now yeah like you know this doesn't make me happy or this whatever and stuff like that and you're so right yeah, I think it it's would. it's so important to communicate that. It's like, again, going like just into relationship dynamics. I, I remember, you know, saying like during my pregnancy, I was like, I don't know if I would suffer from, you know, postnatal depression, mm. but that might be something that comes up. And I said, you know, I was very, very um, clear about that. And so mm. I feel like for him, he was able to pick up, okay, she's not necessarily in the best of moods mm. right now. And, you know, ask me questions and check in on me. And mm-hmm. I think it's also us having the agency and, and taking responsibility and accountability for ourselves as well and mm. saying like, you know, right now I'm going through a difficult time. You don't have to go into the ins and outs of it, but right now I'm going through a difficult time and I might need you to be a bit more attentive or yeah. I need you to like, you know, speak to me a bit nicer. You know, I'm not yeah. here for maybe your little sarky jokes at the moment. <laughs> Normally, like, I might be able to throw something back, but I can't. Right now, I'm not that quick-witted, okay? I haven't got any comebacks for you. So right now, I'm going to yeah. be dwelling on the things that you say, and that's going to make me upset, and I don't want to yeah. be upset. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. Just that's just communicating okay. where you are. And I know it's easier said than done, and me that's saying it, I, I, I fall guilty of these things as well. But definitely, um, you know, just kind of, 
taking accountability for who we are and how we feel and Mm -hmm. because once you take accountability for things that's when you can that's when you have your power yeah it's true yeah yeah yeah. that's so so true you have so much power like i feel like people give their power away i i definitely have been guilty of giving my power away but as soon as i say hey you know what i am able to change yeah this situation yeah regardless of anybody else yeah that's it you're on your road to recovery such a good point yeah yeah Yeah. so i just thought that that was um very powerful what you were saying there yeah love it it. let's not get let's not give our power away let's let's communicate as best as we can guys i know let's not make assumptions because assumptions don't help anybody like how many times have you made an assumption it it always makes me laugh when people make assumptions about me i I don't even correct people anymore i just leave them (laughs) i just assumed that yeah yeah or when like people try and speak for you yeah oh i don't remember communicating that with you yeah i'm not a small girl like i can definitely speak for myself but yeah i know what you mean yeah (laughs) it happens far too often but yeah it is what it is right um are we seeing more issues in our generation yeah. Um, in comparison to previous generations, i.e., you know, mental health and relationship issues, for example, do you think? I don't think we're seeing more issues. I think we're vocalizing and talking about okay. these issues that were already that there. Already I think mental health and stuff like that. When you talk about that, it was always there and it's always been there. Mm-hmm. You just we just never spoke about it. Like in our like even and we're not even far out of that generation so to speak, uh, I'm going to say, we're still young. We're still very young. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, like, we didn't really used to speak about kind of mental health, really, with yeah, your friends and stuff. It yeah, never used to... it never came up. Not in my teenage years. No. Not, I, not, in, not in my early or mid-twenties. I feel like it's only something that's kind of come up in the last couple of years. Yeah, like, yeah. for me, like, in the last five years, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that it's come up because... For us, as as awful it's gonna sound, you just people used to just make it seem like people that were going suffering from mental health issues were just mad. Yeah, like that's that's that was it. Yeah. Like it was just painted with one paintbrush. Like that was it. Nah, mm-hmm. she's she's mad. She's a bit crazy. She's a bit like, and it was just yeah. That mm-hmm. in itself was very problematic. Yeah. But I think what's good now is that it's becoming um, more of a talkable situation. And again, like I know there's been so many bad things that's happened with the pandemic. But again, this this kind of situation has really helped people with just having to deal with or people that maybe um, didn't realise they had mm-hmm. a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. I know I struggled uh, quite a bit the first kind of... No, the the most recent the last lockdown. lockdown. Oh. Yeah, I think I really was hitting um, breaking point because I was just like, this is not life, mm-hmm. surely not, and and that kind of routine and stuff like that. And then you start, yeah. So um, yeah, but I I feel like now it's becoming more of like a talked situation, especially with the young people, which is quite good though Mm -hmm. because you've got even like a lot of influencers talking about it yeah i'm glad that they've started raising it in schools Mm -hmm. that needed to be done years ago yeah and in workplaces as well but i think it's so crazy because now i feel like mental health is starting at such a young age now yeah 
Like when you can hear, when you hear like stories of people in secondary school and like antidepressants, yeah. yeah, antidepressants and stuff. It's it's super sad, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we're. I'm hoping we're getting to a point where we are kind of talking about these things more mm-hmm. and just probably becoming more vocal about it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, like you said, these issues have always been here, but. I think it's almost been Pandora's box. Yeah. Opening up things. And obviously with social media, it has increased the level of issues. I think just because of accessibility. So for example, if we're talking about relationship issues, I think, um, you know, there were always cheaters, for example. You know, people's grandparents had, oh, people's, let me know say grandparents. Grandfathers had a whole other family on the other side of town. Yeah, this is nothing new. No. But grandma held it down. She knew. Yeah. But you people, you know, like... Auntie Boots, like... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, really want to do Auntie Boots. But granddad held held his business. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. it wasn't... It didn't spill over. And I, I think maybe it was just like one other family and that was it. It wasn't like, you know, left, right and centre, different, 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 different women all up and down the place but now i think it's so easy obviously with social media you see all the time like people being exposed you know what makes me laugh it's not even our generation that gets into things it's like our parents generation and and older when they try like when they expose each other on like things like facebook and what it's just like oh this is so this is so messy (laughs) why this is so messy why am i seeing why am i seeing pictures of compromising pictures of such people like yeah yeah on facebook this is this is this is not okay this is not what this platform this is not what mark zuckerberg made facebook for that's not what he had in mind people i feel like people really come to them social medias with real chest right yeah you know like really just kind of exposing things (laughs) um so yeah uh social media as a whole and you know other other platforms and just just the fact that we have the internet has made things so much more accessible yeah we have so much information at our hands which is a great thing but also it can be can also be a burden as as well so yeah you're right these things have always been there it's just been almost the lid has been lifted off and now it's like you can't hide it because beforehand, like you said, it was it was hidden. It wasn't talked about. Yeah. It was taboo. Now it's like, no, it it will knock out your door until it yeah. knocks the door in and down, I should say, and, and comes in and yeah. staring you right in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the just the younger generation just seem to be more acceptable of things because I think they're seeing stuff a lot more than what our generation did and people speaking out when I think about kind of just you know family like younger members of family and they speak about like some of their friends and these are people that are probably 18 and younger you know coming to you and saying oh yeah yeah she's she suffers from depression and stuff and you're like raw wow already Mm. and stuff and then you I have to take a step back and say why am I saying already for like I think like it's an adult thing to go through a mental health yeah, issue yeah. but it's not mm-hmm. it really isn't everyone mm-hmm. people can go through it at different times in yeah. their lives mm-hmm. um but it's so interesting to see how much knowledge they know about 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 stuff even I'm shocked sometimes I'm like oh my god do they speak about those stuff and they're like yeah like like people just casually know like mm-hmm. it's and I said you know what this 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 is good as long as you guys don't take obviously the mick um and you take these stuff quite seriously 
Um, but I said it's great that you guys are having like these honest conversations. You you know, your friends can talk to you um, um, about that. Mm-hmm. I still feel like our generation probably, I don't know. Maybe they're coming around to it. But I still feel... You still think it's taboo? A little bit. Yeah, I think, I, I, you know, I I remember, you know, like growing up and hearing things and yeah. it definitely wasn't... Like, if even... Oh, it's really bad, but like... It may be if somebody suffered from um, a mental health issue, then they'd kind of like write off the whole family... If that makes sense as well. Yeah. Um, Certain aunties, like, you know, with, like, their kids, if their kids had, like, autism or ADHD, you know, quickly it'd be like, oh, you know, it's because the mum did this or the dad did this. It was really, really, it was, like, really kind of devilish. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and some aunties, especially the African aunties, Mm. they really did, like, give people, that's why even them, you know, like, for instance, someone who has um, ADHD or mm-hmm, autism mm-hmm. and stuff like that, very fixed-minded in terms of um, they want done, they want done things done in a certain way. They like routine. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very clever people. Extremely clever people. Yeah. Um, but you know, or, or someone like who has ADHD, quite hyperactive and stuff. And you know, like even when you hear from the older generations, like my mum was saying, it's only when you came to this, when she came here, that she realised that, you know, back home, like certain people obviously did have, suffer from this, but then obviously they were just considered naughty children. Mm-hmm. They said they were just naughty and they said the beats that they used to get and all of that. And then the the, the shaming that would come from other families, like it was like shame, like, oh God, look at that. You know yeah. why? Why go? Why doesn't? Why don't they behave? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's because of their mom. Their mom was an Asher in her previous <laughs> life or something like. You somebody, know, something so somebody wild. Made a yeah, somebody, somebody. Yeah, which father, father was doing drugs up and down. Yeah, like you know, was <laughs> did... was contaminated. Yeah. Like she had, she, she, she drank, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She drank cow's milk. Cow's I milk. blood, I don't blood, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Like A didn't milk, equal, yeah, A plus B didn't equal C. Like it was just <laughs> mad. The most unrelated yeah. <clears throat> things. Um, and yeah, that, that's probably what I heard, like um, probably growing up more so, isn't mm-hmm. it? It was just like, oh, he's, he's just a naughty child. Yeah. So, you know, you would, think that like they were naughty but then it's only when they grow up then you're like oh no actually actually did was was suffering from sort of disability yeah and I think also as well this expectation that kids are meant to just be like to sit still oh my god they're children they're children I hate when I hear kids do you know what I mean like they're actually meant to to run around and like why would that's, you see still? That's how they're meant what? to be. I, I so it's actually really frustrating when I when I think about it. Like, mm. no, just let their children let them be children. Obviously, if like I don't know, if say for example you had a 13, 14 year old that was running around jumping <laughs> on top of it, okay, yeah, yeah okay, that would be yeah. a cause for concern. But it's like they're five. Yeah. Like, let them be five and be hyperactive. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with anything. And I like this judgment oh god yeah it just needs to it just needs to 
to, to die off. To like, yeah. don't worry about other people's children and things like that. At the end of the day, kids are kids. Kids are not perfect. Yeah. None of us are you. perfect. Yeah, None exactly. of us are perfect. You know, that I would be worried if a child was just sitting down. Yeah, me complying. too. I would be so worried. Yeah. I'd be so worried. You're right. You're absolutely supposed to be. Or even like what they used to say to girls in particular sometimes. They're just like, oh, no, you shouldn't be running around like with the boys and stuff. Why? Yeah. Let's put cycling shorts under my dress so that when I want to roll in the dirt with them, then nobody can see my underwear. Like, honestly. We we love to limit. We love to, to limit kids unfortunately and then again you know these things stick with us when we get into our adulthood like oh I can't do this I can't do that and you have all these limiting beliefs and you wonder where these things come from it's from when you were a child because you were told you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that for whatever reason and no and the thing is and this is why I'm so grateful that I've been a teacher because Had I not been a teacher, because it's very easy to fall into the trap and to be, you know, to say, oh, I'm not going to be like my parents or whatever and <laughs> say what they said. And yeah. and I'm hearing people our age say the same things <laughs> that our parents said to us or when they were around us. And yeah. one of the things is, uh, you know, this generation, it's like, ah, ah, no, we were doing the same thing yeah, as yeah. well. The only difference is, is that obviously they've got social media. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really <laughs> grateful for being a teacher because it opened my mind up to questioning things. Yeah. Because I wasn't taught to question an elder for sure. Whatever yeah. that elder said, that's it. That's it was Bible. gospel truth. Yeah. You went. You never questioned anything. No. And it's only now as an adult that I'm learning how to question things. Even sometimes I don't question things because, again, like, it's only when I get pulled up on it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should have questioned it. But, yeah, I, I, I was definitely one of these blind faith people. And um, it somebody asking you a question isn't a bad thing necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing maybe they just want to know and if you don't feel comfortable with them asking the question you can communicate that but like it's so true yeah you know what yeah that's something as well I learned last year when I did some training just about unconscious bias Mm -hmm. and and that exact that those exact examples you gave like people don't realize your upbringing has the biggest effect on you 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 don't even know like unconsciously you don't even know like you said if you like I know there's been some studies I don't mean to get like super boring but I know there's been some studies where they've like no, tested let's, people. let's sprinkle in the truth yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, where um you know people's backgrounds and this is what we're, we're comparing between you know like maybe black people and other people like you know backgrounds for us and you know respect and parents for us and elders is such a massive thing in our community Mm -hmm. that sometimes that's why we go into work and accept sometimes any sort of rubbish because we're so used to being compliant Mm -hmm. you know yes man Mm -hmm. and anything you're giving you kind of just thingy Mm -hmm. don't never challenge it right Mm -hmm. and then you know you wonder why you go so far in your career you're like mate why am I so far behind but because you know Sally was able to challenge things I'm not saying it was right but I'm just saying Sally was maybe able to challenge things with her parents and they've probably got a different dynamic where you know kids were able to be heard 
mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for, I know for a lot of the black community, you know, you know, you're you're heard, but you're seen, seen but, but not, not heard, heard yeah. kind of thing. And I think that really did affect people in their careers and how they've grown up and stuff. And it was so funny because when I read up on a lot of studies about that, like it's crazy the the impact you need to give. Of course, there's always going to be an element of respect, right? But you need to give your kids an opportunity to speak up about things. And you can do them in different creative forums and stuff like that. Like, for instance, you know, I can we can have a meeting at home and stuff and we can we call it family court. And then we say, you know, <laughs> Sharice is upset with something. Sharice says whatever she feels upset, you know, mummy really annoyed me. I don't feel like that was right and stuff like that. They'll have their thingy and then you... You move on. You know, you you need to create that space where people are able to... You should be able to challenge anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's weird if... Let's say you go, you're in a management position, right? But just because you live at home, you're in a management position, you know you know, giving orders, you know, leading and stuff like that. And then, like, as soon as you come off the phone, your mum comes upstairs and says, why the hell did you not cook the rice? (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? You see, like, like, that's mad for us. That is so mad for us. It's like you have to go into, like, adult child, like, straight away. Like, I've literally just fired someone, right? Like, I've literally just had a go at someone because they didn't do that. They weren't hitting their targets and stuff like that. Like, I'm thinking, and then they just know how to just bring you back to that that size. Yeah. Like, that is difficult for yeah, us. it is. It is. It's traumatic. And it is. that is why, you know, once it gets, gets to a certain point, I, and... I will always say if your home situation is toxic, then you have to. You have to leave. You have to leave. You have to. You have to leave because at some point in your life, you kind of have to be the full adult. And I know what it feels like to be an adult, but not feel like an adult because you're still under, you know, house arrest. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit, Um, yeah. And... You know, and your parents. Well, you know, most of the most of the parents that I know, it's like you know, my kids are always welcome in my home, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but that essentially because their name is the one that's on the mortgage. On the mortgage, <laughs> you know, they're all they will Your remind you. Girl. Even like going out and coming in, like realistically you should be able to go and come yeah because you're not going to be disturbing anybody yeah but like even still with that and i, I it's not there's nothing wrong with them like maybe wanting to know where you're going just for safety purposes fine. and i'm fine that's with fine that. but you know nine times out of that it's not that like yeah. i know for me my parents loved to make plans for me like, <laughs> I, okay so if you're going here can you drop this off to auntie such as it's like what like how did you like i should be able to just say bye yeah, and just go. And just like go. I don't. Do you know what I mean? I don't like. I don't like those things. When you're going out, I don't inconvenience you. So me too. I don't want to be, be inconvenienced as well. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, it's it's so true though, yeah. and it's only like when now you kind of realize certain things, and even just for your parents, because you know maybe why your parents have kind of complied maybe in life and stuff like that because they've done the same thing. They've mm-hmm, seen that mm-hmm. from their parents. They were mm-hmm. very, you know, obedient and stuff like that. Yeah. And they pulled that in their in their um professional yeah. life as yeah. well. And yeah. so it's a cycle. So I'm hoping that I might I'm hoping to kind of, you know, take that on board but also maybe find different ways so that my children are able to kind of maybe be more expressive. Not saying like I was kind of suppressed in like my um 
home home yeah life but um i think we can do better, better yeah and so. and even looking at our parents like you know kudos to them i feel like they did the best better. that they could yeah you know yeah hearing you know their experiences about for example our grandparents they seemed you know really strict with them and yeah then our parents have done the best that they can, can. but sometimes the best still isn't necessarily enough for you and that's fine um and we will also do the best. And there's no such thing as the perfect parent, no. but there is a good enough parent. And that's all I aim that's to all, be. I yeah. just want to be good enough. And it obviously starts with us, like you said, because we've endured so much trauma in our childhoods, essentially. Yeah. We have to unlearn that trauma. There's so much trauma like that is so deep rooted. You don't even re- realize like, it's really in the crevices yeah. of your brain somewhere. Yeah. And just kind of unlearning these things and, and challenging these things. It's really important to to do that it's called reparenting and oh. i suggest that we all that's something that we all Love do however we go about doing it um you know and some people don't like the re- term reparenting but you know you can think of it as a big sis mentoring a little sis or big bro mm. mentoring a little bro or uh grandma grandchild you know grandparent grand whatever whatever yeah. dynamic like this elder yeah. basically kind of um stepping in and ensuring things are okay and I know um the kind of example that I think of that I saw that was really really good was um this guy doing a role play Mm -hmm. and he was he had his his ego so his inner child Mm -hmm. and himself as he is now okay talking to each other and I think a lot of the times what happens is something happened to you maybe when you were so our ego tends to be formed between the ages of six to 10 years old. Uh-huh. Right. And um, those ages are so crucial. So mm-hmm. something might happen. I don't know. Um, you were accused of doing something that you didn't do. Yeah. Right. And maybe you went to your mum and you mm. said, mum, I didn't do this. Right. And you know, your mum didn't protect you and then your dad gave you beats maybe Mm. because of that. Mm -hmm. And so now as you go through life, whenever something happens, maybe you don't, when, whenever something, you're accused of doing something that you didn't do, you might not speak up against it because your inner child still thinks, oh, well, there's no one here to protect me Mm -hmm. from that situation. So what, so I'm just using that as an example. So the, let's say his name's Ian, big Mm -hmm. Ian Mm -hmm. said to little Ian, um, I know that you don't want to confront your boss about this thing because mm. you feel like you won't be protected. But I am here to do the work for you, to protect you Aww. in the way that you weren't protected as a child. Yeah, and that's, that's the so... kind of conversations that we need to have because sometimes like we don't want to do things and we don't understand where these things come from. But, yeah. if, you know, if you go back far enough, yeah. it kind of stems back from those ages of not being yeah. protected or whatever. So it's kind of saying, you know what? I am adult enough. I am the grown up here. Yeah. Okay. I've got this under control. You go ahead and play. play. And literally you talking to a child. Like yeah. you go ahead, you go ahead and do your thing. I've got this. Yeah. Okay. And, and doing Take that moving forward. Yeah. That's a good child. So yeah. Reparenting guys. We all need to do it. Love it. Yeah. So, um, ah, we still got time. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. This one might be quick. It yeah. Might, it might be long. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, do you believe in generational curses? And if so, <laughs> how does one break them? 
When you say generational curses... Do you know what? Like, I don't... When I think of generational curses, I don't think that somebody's had my destiny my destiny in a calabash somewhere. Mm. I don't know if the mango tree or anything like that. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I feel like generational curses for me is more so, like, patterns that continue to happen within a family. And they tend to happen, again, going back to what we've just said, because nobody ever um, challenged... challenged what happened beforehand and so these patterns continue to happen it can be patterns of abuse Mm. it can be patterns of neglect yeah it can be patterns of lies it can be patterns of all sorts of things see you know secrets and you know all these things kind of just stay within the family it gets passed on from generation to generation to generation so to me that's what i think is generational curses you know and um yeah that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's pretty deep. Um I'm trying to think. So I think I I personally probably have seen mm-hmm. like generational curse. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's kind of st- I think we've kind of stopped it like with me I, I don't know mm-hmm. it's weird because I've seen I've seen certain things like let's say in life you see certain things happen right and you can see it's like a generational thing that's probably like gone down and stuff and then you can see probably the destruction that it's had on certain people mm-hmm. and then it's probably come to our level now where we're just like you know what we're not going to do is we're not going to go through that mm-hmm. and it's actually um made me quite one quite aware but also quite strong in certain things because you don't you don't ever want to go down that avenue because you've seen what's happened Mm -hmm, if that mm -hmm, makes mm -hmm. sense so I think that's probably um uh one that I've probably kind of firsthand seen in terms of breaking it um like I've just spoken about it's just really just probably just being aware like you you will see like you know with families right you will see certain things where they say oh the apple doesn't fall far from from the the tree tree," and stuff oh you are just like your father's mother's whatever and stuff like that (laughs) and um I think it's just I just think it's down to children or individuals just being aware of certain things, Mm. especially if you've heard stories or you've seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, for instance, you know, let's say you've got somebody who's who um, I don't know. Let's I'm trying to give a really generic. Let's say you've got a family who are, you know, into gambling and stuff like that. And you've kind of seen that they're not very good with money management Mm -hmm. and stuff. I feel like for me personally, if I've seen those traits or I've seen it in other people or your family or whatever, you know, I might make a conscious effort to make sure I am maybe a bit smarter with money and make sure I don't fall down that trap only because I've seen it and seen the kind of damage it does. Um, Yeah. To probably, yeah, that kind of, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's all, yeah, you're right. There's all sorts of things. It could be, you know, the pattern is, um, you know, family members going to prison or... Mm. um, absentee parent or that kind of thing that's passed on from generation to generation and and again like you said the most important thing is to first accept that it's there um and to be accountable for yourself and say okay this is what's happened previously but this doesn't have to happen to me to me yeah and even if i find myself 
um, going down that path. I can always change it at any given yeah. moment in time. Um, and again, it just, I feel like it just goes back to doing and wanting better for yourself and spending yeah. time with yourself. Like we, we deserve, we owe it to ourselves to do right by us. And yeah, I feel like it's it's just that. Like, if you want what's best for you, then you're going to provide what's best for you. Yeah. And, you know, I feel... Um, I understand how patterns can be replicated because yeah. sometimes when you're trying to... Sometimes, unfortunately, what families do when you're trying to break the mould, because it feels unfamiliar. Yeah. Because, again, we're, you know, attached to this familiarity. Yeah. People will try and stop you. No, what are you doing? Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. But it's like, no, I don't need to do things. Even if it's like, um, for example, you might change things differently. Like everybody before you went to university and maybe you decide not to go to university. You decide to venture off and maybe become an entrepreneur or yeah. do an unconventional job, for example. Like look at all these influences, these YouTube people or people in music. I'm sure, you know, when they told their parents that this is what I want to do. Ah, YouTube. Uh, yeah. <sighs> you know, full-time Where clown. Yeah. YouTube, do one that, you know, I... I, the clips I sent to my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. this doesn't make sense. You know, do you know yeah. what I mean? It, it doesn't make sense to them, but like, they're out here making serious money. Serious, serious money. Serious money. I know. They're the ones buying the nice houses yeah. and stuff, you know? So like... Auntie's I, driving a Range Rover, so... Yeah, you know now, I mean? now they're able to buy their parents the, you know, the nice things. So it's like, yeah. I... I definitely am here for for change. We don't have to do things like how they were before. No. Um, you know, it should be about, you know, and I think generational wealth is something that we'll talk about another time. But yeah. like in terms of legacy, just because, you know, your father, your great grandfather, great great grandfather was a doctor doesn't mean that you also you have, have to be, be a doctor yeah. or you know, lawyer or whatever it is. Yeah. Like the times are changing and... Change it up. Yeah, change it up. And it's about your own legacy. You don't have to just carry the family name and what they were doing. It's about you and and, and doing what's... What you like. You you can change your family's legacy by doing yeah. something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially, you know, you know, our parents and, you know, their parents and stuff like yeah. that, that generation. They only know really three job types right that you do in this world that to be successful right to yeah. be fair and anything else is for them it's just, but um you know it's about educating them as well and saying and no matter what you do in life you can earn more um than you can earn as much as you want to earn in any profession i believe yeah i think especially i really do now, believe now you can, you can really make Listen, people can make money online. Yeah. Like you don't have to leave your house in order to make money. If you're dedicated to, to, and this is legitimately making money online, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, no. It's you know, true. Not some of the other ways to make yeah. money online. Um, you know, there's and but you know sometimes when you if you, I feel like there's this thing of telling people your job title. I feel like sometimes there's this trap of you know, somebody asking you what you do and wanting to give them the job title that seems appeasing to them. Because maybe if you told them, People oh, telling I'm a YouTuber, you their job title without... Or I'm a trader, they'll yeah. be like, you know, what is that? Yeah. You know, kind of, you know, almost make fun of it. But little do you know, I, I can buy you and your family. Absolutely. You know? So... Or people that tell you their job titles without any prompt. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, 
yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like I find it yeah, weird. I find and, it unless weird. you're talking to me, like say for example, in the same profession and maybe I don't know, maybe some like maybe your mum was having a conversation with this person yeah. and they come up to you and they're like, Oh, like I heard you were in such and such, I yeah. heard you too, and you guys want to bond over that kind of thing. That's okay, fine. yeah, cool. But you know, if you're saying it to get brownie points from me, I really don't care about what I you really do. Don't you care. don't pay for any no. of my things. So yeah. I really, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I really, really don't care as well, yeah. About yeah. That's another big thing. We should talk about it one time about mm-hmm. this whole sometimes people and uh, people really love a Vim job title. Like job yeah. title really means a lot to people. It doesn't. It, it doesn't really does. Mean, I feel like in this day and age, it just doesn't carry that same weight. Not for our generation anymore. Yeah. And I think uh, there's certain things that obviously I say that as I speak for our whole generation. Sometimes I think I put too much and uh, optimism in our generation because yeah. there's always going to be those same traditionists yeah. that, and there's nothing wrong with no, tradition no, no. I, 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 I understand and I respect that let's just respect the plethora of ways that there is to make money it doesn't have to be the conventional route yeah. whatever is best for that person shows they're making a, a, a decent living and they're not doing anything you know dodge dodgy yeah and yeah like that should be saluted and appreciated and also uh, you have to take pride in what you do and accept that not everybody's gonna you know give you props for what you do and remember why you're doing it it shouldn't be for other people it should be for yourself ultimately so who the hell cares yeah whether somebody you know bigs you up or they don't like you're doing it for yourself at the end of the day yeah no absolutely yeah. Absolutely. I don't. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really. Yeah, because even like with certain, you know, degrees, people will be like, oh, she's studying such and such. Like, ah. And yeah. Do you know? Even. Oh, yeah, let's not. Even certain <laughs> aunties, though. Even certain aunties, like, for instance, I know that only because I've heard it, like, mm. it's really, really rude. But say, you know, like, like say my friend did a degree in tourism or something like mm-hmm. that. And, like, I heard, like, one auntie say, like, what's that to travel and stuff like that? Like, it, it, they really toned it down. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, but this person could one day be like an influencer telling people yeah. about traveling and stuff like and that making and big, making big whilst money you're while you're there, there in the freezing cold getting on the bus to work they're there working with your the three blue jobs. skies yeah absolutely the hot sun is hitting their skin and they're smelling fresh air yeah your degree your degree your and i really want to get away from that for me personally your degree your a levels your gcse's don't tell me anything. Even it, your job. Yeah, it doesn't tell me anything. You telling me you've got eight A stars is brilliant and it's great, but it doesn't tell me that you're necessarily going to be a high flyer or mm-hmm. successful or earning lots of money and stuff like that mm-hmm. because that's what we're kind of trained to. Yeah. It's great. You've, and it shows me that pen to paper, you are fantastic yeah. and brilliant. Yeah. But it doesn't, sh- it doesn't, for me, it's not a comparable thing where I look at somebody that got D's and E's and stuff like that and I'm saying, you know what, you're probably not going to be successful in life because yeah. you, you you don't know, you know, Pythagorean's, Pythagoras theorem. theorem or something yeah, like it's that. Not, it's, it's just not that deep. Not that deep. It's about, we, we need to, you know, I think it's a shame that in schools we don't teach children about, for example, economics. Yeah, 
finances. And, you know, for, yeah, economics like they, and finances. Like proper finances. And that we don't teach them, um, you know, psychology. Like, I feel like that's something that should be taught from secondary school about psychology, understanding the way in which we work, understanding the way in which the world works. I think that's so important. I think it should be something that's compulsory. Yeah. And so, I hate the fact that as well that they got away with... Um, um, they didn't do work like I know work experience got scrapped mm-hmm. well with some schools because I don't think my sister did work experience which for me was I feel like really pivotal in that age 15 I think mm-hmm. year 10 era, year 10 I think yeah year 10. where you go and you do work experience for two weeks I think it's vital whether it, it was important. retail yep. nursery some yep. people did it in offices or whatever mm-hmm. you needed to get that experience because this is what your this could be your life after there mm-hmm. is life after school there's life after grades mm-hmm. and stuff and just getting those practical elements in and so you're absolutely right so when I hear you know I'm, I'm not saying you know, parents shouldn't be proud. But for me, you texting me and telling me that your child got 10 eight stars to, to thingies. I, I don't know what you want me to do with that information. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there, there were certain, certain people were me. pressed. Trust about, me. Certain people were pressed about it. Like, you know, when is she, when is your GCSE results saying, make sure you tell me your, yeah. like, what, like, what does what, that do? It that doesn't, gonna, yeah. it actually doesn't do anything in the grand scheme of things. It's really, no. really sad. Um, but on that note, what yeah. would you tell your younger self? Probably, um, mm, I probably would have liked to have my own mind a little bit, just like when we were talking about kind of the conditioning sometimes when you're being brought up, especially like in a black family. I think it would have been nice if I just had my own mind about certain things and make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like certain, sometimes parents, I know, bless them. Sometimes they're like, oh, I just don't want you to make that mistake or I don't want this to happen. But mistakes sometimes are good because it helps mistakes you learn. I can't good. I can't go through life not making mistakes because yeah. how am I going to better myself and how am I going to, you know, and I think that stopped me thinking more for myself because I was thinking more about them and saying, oh, I can't do that because then, because they've said this and they've said that. And that, that stopped me from doing certain basic skills mm-hmm which I'm really upset that I didn't do at a mm-hmm, younger age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely do regret not taking more risks. And that's something that I would say to my younger self. Take risks, like be defiant. That's something that I really admire about my brothers. My brothers were take, they're still taking risks and I love it. Like yeah. I just look at them like, you know what? Shout out to you guys. I yeah. love how they move. I love how they do things. Yeah. Um. You know, and they're willing to deal with the repercussions. And I, I wasn't necessarily willing to deal with the consequences no. of that. No, same. And do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, they would risk it and go to that party. They would. And it's like, yeah, there'll be consequences. But I still had a good time when I went out. Because <laughs> 20 years later, mm-hmm. you'll remember that memory. Yeah. And so, you know what? That party was lit. Mm-hmm. What if you met the love of your life that night? You know? <laughs> Like, what if you met the love of your you life know? that night? I don't know. Or you met your best friend. Or you met your best friend. That, you know, moving forward. Or your forward. business partner. Or your business partner. Yeah, or something exactly. like that. It's who, so true. You know, who was like, oh, I have an interest in that. Oh, me too. And stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then you build that. Like, that could have been a, any any yeah. gathering or yeah. whatever. It's an opportunity for something yeah. to happen. It's so true. So I agree. If you just take risks. What's the worst they're going to do, man? Yeah. Honestly, sometimes yeah. I'm just like... 
forget you guys. Yeah, because because I feel like I it followed me. Yeah, into adulthood, and I I just Same. didn't take certain risks, unfortunately, because my mind is running. Yeah, a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. And, you know, it's just I'm thinking of all the possible negative all the things negatives. and consequences, yeah. and yeah. you know, I don't want to let this down, or yeah. you know, and it's just like, oh, you 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 could have taken a chance, and yeah, maybe yeah. it might not have worked, but at least now you know for certain. For certain, as opposed to it being a, a maybe and and a regret because you you don't know, yeah. you regret what you do and what you don't do. So sometimes it's better to just do just it. Just do it. Just live. You know, certain things you can always tell that there's going to be a massive risk and obviously the the negatives outweigh the positives. But I think there's certain things where you're just like, no, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. one. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, make sure that you have subscribed if you haven't already. If you're new here, make sure you come back. And the best way to ensure that is by hitting the subscription button on YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, of course, as well. Make sure you switch on the notifications so that you never miss one of our episodes. They are out every single Wednesday. And um, make sure that you comment below as well. Let us know what you think and how you feel and any topics you'd like us to discuss. Follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter as well. And um, yeah, we shall see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.